Hello, welcome to Braveful, a podcast with and for achieving women. I'm your host, Amy Zeigert. I'm so excited to share with you stories of women who are brave and gutsy. This show is a weekly view into the hearts and minds of what has enabled these fabulous ladies to take a leap and go forward with bold ideas. So join me in an opportunity to listen, learn, and lean in, Braveful style. Hello, hello. Happy holidays from my house to your house. This is Amy Zeigert with Braveful, a podcast for achieving women. I debated on whether or not to have a guest, and I thought, you know, I'm going to share a little bit about me. I am an achieving woman in my own right. Um, you know, I've done great things. And I think one of the greatest things I've ever done is raise two kids. And when I think about Christmas and the new year, it's so wonderful to get to share the holidays with people you love. And during this crazy time, it sucks. I'm just going to say it sucks, sucks, and sucks that we can't be with everyone that we want to be with. And my sister-in-law, I should say sister-in-love, Carol, she once told me that the holidays were really hard for her after she lost her mom, who died of a, a heart attack, I believe, I just up playing bingo. So you just never know. And so I think of that a lot during the holiday season and what she said, and to realize that people are going through struggles and the holidays can be hard. They can be emotional. They can be intense. They can also be irritating. You know, you might be with people that you don't want to be with, maybe. And so I go back to you know, lessons I've learned in, in life. And one lesson that my mother taught me before she died, coming from a really big family, when I, I look at the, my extended family, you know, I had 24, 25 aunts and uncles. And then you put the cousins in there. And um, my mom always said, with big families come big love, but also come big loss and big sorrow. And so I, I, I hold on to that, knowing that the love supersedes the loss. I hope that in today's environment that you can hold on to love more than you hold on to loss. That's my wish for you. And then another thing, when I think about the relatives that you get with and, and you try really hard to to be nothing but a light of love and a light of acceptance and to be in the present moment. And again, all you want to do is just scream. I think of the lesson that Melody Ross from Melody Ross Media taught me, you know, your body, your soul, your mind is your own house and you can let in that house anybody you want to. And maybe you have a picket fence around that house and maybe you only want those people to come to the picket fence that's as far as you're going to let them in. Um, and maybe there are some people you're going to let on the sidewalk going up to your house. And that's okay. They come up to your sidewalk. And then there are some people that you're going to let get on your porch. Um, you're going to sit on the swing and you're going to have a conversation with them and be on the porch. And then there's going to be those people that you you trust and you love and you know they're going to support you, lift you up be that right individual to get you through the good, bad, and the ugly. And those are the people you invite into your house. And some people you're going to put on the moon because you don't want them anywhere near you. And I think this is one of those times when you have to evaluate the people in your life and do they bring you joy? Do they bring you the sustenance that feeds your soul? So I, I hope you take control of those emotions and you realize it's not personal. 
and that you have control over who can come into your your house, who can get on the porch, who can get in the yard, who can get up to the gate. So I think, you know, you got to go find the peace. And sometimes putting people on the moon gives you the peace that you need in order to enjoy your holidays, enjoy your everyday. So I totally get that, that philosophy of putting people on the moon. I've put a lot of people on the moon lately. And it's, it's because I don't want to die young. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> and some people just bring stress out. And holidays are stressful enough, as we all know. And it's tough because you miss the people that are no longer here. And you miss the people that you can't be with. So how do you find the joy and happiness? For me, it is literally looking at the small things that I have in my life that really are the big things in my life. To have two healthy kids, both mentally, physically, is a joy. And to have two wonderful grandchildren who I get to experience Christmas through the eyes of their seven and five-year-old eyes, which is wonderful. And actually my favorite 2020 holiday event so far is my 23-year-old son coming over and he's walking around the Christmas tree looking to see if there are any new gifts underneath the tree. And I literally catch him and I said, "Will man, there's nothing new under the tree. And he's like, what are you talking about? And his big sister says, yeah, we know what you're doing. You're over there spying to see if there are any new gifts. And uh, he started laughing and he goes, you're right. So there are still some great little moments that make me smile and make me realize that um, I'm in control of my happiness and I can choose to find the awesome in the everyday or I can be pissed and irritated, which there are, I'm not going to lie, there are days I'm still pissed and irritated, but how I choose to handle it is becomes me and what I have to own. So another wonderful thing that my mother-in-law, which we called our mother-in-love because she thought mother-in-law was such a negative term. And I do have to agree. I prefer mother-in-love. And that's how I see her as she has transitioned to the other side three and a half years ago. It's hard to believe. But yet one of the things that sticks with me is the gratitude to find five things to be grateful for. Even if it's the same thing every day, it's better to focus on that which brings you joy and gratitude than to focus on something that that doesn't. So I've kept a gratitude journal for many, many, many years, and I find it to be just freeing to do that. And I know they're all the rage and everybody does it, but I, I literally, the fact that, you know, like yesterday, the joy was my dogs came in and they weren't covered in mud and I didn't have to give them a bath or didn't have to wipe them down. To me, that's joy because then I can spend time doing something else, which is crazy. And the other thing that I I find in really relevant for me now, since I am semi-retired from the sales world at the moment, I'm still looking to go back into it, um, but taking a nice respite, goal setting. Um, I've taken several classes. If you have not gone to LinkedIn, LinkedIn has amazing classes that you can take on just about anything. I've also started working on creating an Instagram profile, which technology is one thing. Social media is another. So, you know, my my motto of listen, learn, and lean in 
has been really tested in the last six weeks. I'm learning so much and I'm learning so much from my kids. They're the teacher and I'm the student, which is nice to have the tables turned for once. So I, you know, again, if you're looking at ways you can learn something new over the next couple of weeks, I highly recommend LinkedIn. The other thing that I'm doing with, you know, setting goals is I'm going to have an online vision board class. Last couple of years, we've done them in person, but because it is, you know, the year of the pandemic, we can't do that in person. So I'm going to do it online and I'll, I'll have more um, in the next podcast and I'll have more um, at bravefold.com or brave-full.com information on how you can sign up for it. Because I do believe that every year you need to start out with some goals. They can't just be personal goals. If you are working or you are volunteering, they have to mesh. They have to come together. That's, you know, a work-life volunteer balance, as I call it, or a work-life philanthropic balance where you can bring all those together if that's something that you have the time to do. One of the areas that I'm going to really focus on is what am I doing to enrich me as a person? Not just enrich others, but what's the level of self-care I'm going to give myself? So I guess my challenge back to everybody who listens is, what are you going to do for self-care? Love to hear it. Love for you to share it. It would be great to understand um, what's going to matter to you in 2021. Because I think 2020 has taught us quite a bit of what we what we need in our life a.k.a. toilet paper and paper towels and food and hugs. We don't need all that stuff that fills the shelves. We just need the items that take care of us personally, physically. So what are we going to do to maintain that in a new old-fashioned way in 2021? So love to hear what you're going to do for self-care. So again, part of mine is my vision board. I, I find vision boards to be just spot on. And, you know, what's interesting is that which I don't accomplish in one year gets added to the next year. So you really do a, a, a check and balance on your own vision, which I kind of find um, the irony of it all of what you do and don't get done um, from year to year, even month to month. So that's really, that's going to be my focus is working on my vision board over the next couple of weeks, playing some new fun games. A friend of my son's got us Break the Ice, which is a game from years past. Have had more fun playing that game. It's kind of an old school Jenga. Love that game. That was fun. Playing Uno again, which is great. And the other thing that is just wonderful is to watch my husband and our grandson play chess together. It's pretty amazing when your seven-year-old grandson um, finds great fun in playing chess, a game which I do not know how to play, but will be on my vision board to learn. We'll be doing that. So um, I'm excited to see what 2021 is going to bring to me. I will pick my word. I have a great strategy on how to pick a word, and that word will be my focus. Last year, my word was restore. In the year before that, it was all around connect, how to connect with people, how to connect with myself. 
And the year before that, it was all around peace because I had lost my mom the year before that. That was the year I did not create a vision board because I, my time was spent with, with my mom, which was probably the, one of the most gratifying times of my life. So, yep. So I'm going to connect. I think I'll bring it all together. So I haven't picked my word yet. That's something that we do in the vision board class is we, we pick your word and we focus on what does that look like for 2021? So that's, this is a short podcast today, but I just wanted to wish everyone a very happy holiday and a wonderful new year. I hope that you focus on that which brings you joy, that which brings you gratitude, and that which brings you a connection um, to yourself, a connection to those that you invite in your house, and even potentially a connection to those people that you put on the moon. Maybe it's time to bring them back from the moon, put them in their jettison apparatus, and they can come back at least maybe to your, your front porch. So with that said, from Indianapolis, Indiana, if you want snow, I hope you get snow. If you don't want snow, I hope you don't have snow. But I wish you all the best. And to my friends and family and to those people that I get to meet on this journey, nothing but thanks, nothing but love. I wish you all the best. Can't wait for our next podcast, which will be in January. Working on the speakers, but it's going to be a great year, fabulous year. Um, So cheers to all of you. Like I said, live your best life. And if I had to do a quick this or that before I I went off the air. For me, it would be Christmas is probably my favorite holiday because it's a chance that I just get to celebrate. I get to celebrate those people that are here and those that aren't here. So again, cheers. I celebrate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful couple of weeks. Thank you for joining me today. I don't know about you, but I sure am grateful for the opportunity to listen and learn from such great women. So if you enjoyed yourself as much as I did, please feel free to share Braveful podcast with your friends and colleagues, as well as please subscribe to Braveful on your favorite podcast apps. Have the best day ever. And until next time, be Braveful.